This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Recording. We, All right. we live. We live. Let's get into it, man. I said you already know, nigga, you don't got a flow Before rap, you don't really got dope Before rap, you don't really see snow In the kitchen, about to make some magic Then blow it all in magic Pull up in my partner in traffic Gave it to him, it was all in plastic All I know, I ain't trying to go to jail Heard that shit, close thing to hell When the step don't make it hard to sell When you been where I been, make it hard to fail Cause I'm the realest nigga in this Y'all know it goes, nigga, hit me that's gonna be a point for Jeezy right there I just want to throw that out there nigga. I don't think he's winning I think he gonna get washed But up. that's gonna be a point But other than that You already know my thoughts <laughs> Jeezy ain't had a song That I fucked with Since like 2011 But fuck it man We got another one coming man And welcome back Ladies and gentlemen To This Week in Culture Episode 129 I am your host Antwood A.K.A. Trinidad And A.K.A. One Half of the Culture And I got my brother with me Jay what up though what up, bro? It's man Jay Johnson, uh, one half of the culture, one half of everything, aka man. I need a nap. Uh, Boy, I need a nap. We really need a week off around this motherfucker, dog. I thought <laughs> like, about it this week. I, I swear, swear to God, nigga. I when I hit you yesterday, I was like, man, we really could throw that fucking uh, that joint out there that we never drop. Get them niggas however long that was. <laughs> you might get it next week. <laughs> they might get that bitch next week. <laughs> Yo, cause I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was uh I was chilling the other night with my girl and I was just I got to thinking, bro, and I was like, I'm very uninspired right now because we don't have any new content. Like Man, I just ain't had a a, a second of free time in weeks though. Yeah, man. I got a lot of shit to do. Going, I mean you got you got uh, new new situations happening around your life right now man new jobs and new other things so i get it man me i'm just like nigga it ain't we running out dog i read an article back in like august um i think it was a new york times article and the name of it was literally hollywood is running out of stuff and when i read it i was like oh you know i get it we've talked about it on this pod since covid started um how has Hollywood been affected? How have they reacted to COVID and, and just sort of what have they done? And we got a good run, right? We had the shy come out, uh, insecure still dropped. We got power for a little bit. Lovecraft caught us out of nowhere. We didn't even expect that one. And then it became probably the best shit we done reviewed all year. Um, but nigga, it's like, whoa, it's dry. <laughs> Well, it's dry for cultural shit for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, what I mean. Because it's still shit dropping. Yeah, like Mandalorian finally come back this week. Yeah, This Friday. Is Us drops tonight. Yeah. Um, I know you and, and a few other folks I know is very excited about that shit. Yeah, very. Um, 
but yeah, cultural content, dog. And I know we've talked a million times about giving y'all throwback reviews, appreciation joints, and y'all gonna get all them. But yeah, for sure, it's I ain't know y'all was gonna be forced to get them. Though we used to do them for fun. Nigga, so now. like, it's gonna be um, a season where there's no good new content because of COVID. Yep, it took off. Then everybody is like kind of. Sort of low key back to working. Yeah. Um. But it's gonna once these are finished, then it's mm-hmm. gonna take some time to actually put them out and roll them out. Yeah. So it may be you know a minute for some um some brand new content. I was reading something the other day. It said um, other than Netflix, none of the major networks are equipped with new content through twenty twenty one. Netflix the only one that's like next year they good they could still roll out everything they plan on rolling out because it never stopped production and who knows um what this winter has in store for us that's a fact that's a fact we still have the uh the sort of looming will there be another you know attack in a second round or whatever the fuck round I don't even know what round of uh of covid will be on at that point but nevertheless your boys is back we here we finna get y'all we gonna get you what we got <laughs> that's all i got we got some blackberry letters for you we're gonna talk a little bit more about lovecraft we're gonna talk about ti versus jeezy and really just get y'all a lot of this good old cultural content i'm also gonna talk about possibly quite possibly the worst movie i've ever saw oh, in my man, fucking life man Speaking of cultural content, that's the other part about it, right? We're going to get into the details later, but when we get something that's for the culture and then we go watch it and it ain't great, it's like, oh. But, like, you know, we allow to to have ups and downs. Oh, that's a fact. But I am going to clown it like I it's would clown it. It's going to get ripped apart. And here's the thing, dog. Um, when we... When we ain't really rocking with a show or an episode or a movie or we just get to clowning on it, here's the thing, man. We still fuck with the culture. So we it's like when somebody clown your homeboy, but if a nigga who don't know your homeboy clown him, you gonna beat their ass. Watch out. That's how this goes, nigga. Like, uh, we finna get into this movie real hard later on in this episode. But anybody outside of the culture try to clown him, I'm gonna bust their ass. That shit was bad though. It was bad. Uh, well, shit, let's get right into the uh, T.I. and Jeezy real quick. November 19th versus season two is back. T.I. versus Jeezy. Off top, how you feel about the matchup? Um, I like the matchup because they the, I mean, from That's Atlanta. Atlanta. That's Atlanta. Them the two trap rappers yeah. from Atlanta. Yeah. The one who started it and the one who kind of, uh, whatever. Um. I mean that's a that's a cool matchup. Yeah. Um as far as like name recognition in the city going up and having everything popping. Facts. Um but for me, you know what I'm saying, others may feel differently. Yeah. Um this is two different classes. Most of Detroit feels differently. I've been arguing since they announced this shit. Yeah. Um, I mean people was <laughs> I mean if you have a slower IQ, uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. The, the non-Lovecraft watchers probably. Um, I mean it's not it's not really close though. No, not at all. I'm not like Yeah, I just put out a new good album. Again. It's, it's it's not really like 2 close. weeks ago. Well, let me rephrase that because we only talking about 20 records. Yeah. So I can't say it's not close cuz if it ain't, you pick the right 20 yeah you could yeah i I am thinking when i say that i'm thinking like body of work yeah 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 yeah. but for like 20 records yeah i think it's gonna be cool yeah yeah. but like it'll work i still think ti will win yeah but it's like what do you do like when you come outside of the trap rap right and i drop a 
a joint with Justin Timberlake or, or Jamie Foxx. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you... You could drop and do uh, Jeezy got a joint with Jeannie Mae? I don't know, but... Jeannie Mae on the hook? He better drop all the whole songs he got. Nigga. Every, <laughs> first of all, seen, he got to play Seen It All at least 11 times to I win. I mean, but nigga. then Jay... I mean, then, I mean, Jay done a bunch of records with T.I. With T.I. So, facts. Like, I, I mean, T.I. got Wayne joints, M joints, J joints. Every goat of our era, T.I. got a joint with. So... Eh, it gets rough, dog. And T.I. I rap got, better than you. Facts. And I, I make do. and I make better songs than you. I do. And I have bigger songs than you. And my production sound cleaner. Like, like eh. Hey man, but the streets got what they wanted. Um, y'all know I was very tired and very worn on versus matchups, but this should actually be cool. I got enough t- No, I won't say that. Go on and drop it, nigga. No, we have nothing no, else going no, on. No, I'm not going to say it because then people are going to be asking me. No, uh, no, I'll tell you off here. All right, better up, better up. But, yeah, man, I think it'll be a cool little matchup. I'm excited about it. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Um, Somebody said, why they ain't do it uh, that next week? I was like, bitch, because they got families, nigga. Like, T, I got 12 kids. Nigga, I'm not trying to battle Jeezy on Thanksgiving Day. But it's going to be fun. Though they may be able to get away from their uh, family members who probably want some money. <laughs> hey, 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 I got to do this versus thing. I'll be back, family. Somebody posted something the other day. I ain't going to say who posted it, and I ain't going to say whether I agree with it or not. But it said, T.I. really be pretending tiny, not ugly. <laughs> and that's the kind of love I want. Man. <laughs> well, see, the thing is. Niggas is evil. Talk. The thing is. Like you ever find like you ever had a celebrity crush? Mm-hmm. Tiny was my first one. If like, I'm being a whole hundred. Like, fam, when and you from Atlanta? Yeah. And your celebrity crush who's a quote unquote superstar yeah. lives in your town and you wanted her. Bro. Right. When you and was he a got just, her. And you just a little dope boy. Nigga. Selling dime bags and shit. And you got and you wouldn't quote unquote bag the, the R and B chick. Yeah. Fam, you look and different here's the thing. What we not gonna eyes, do, we not gonna pretend that y'all tiny wasn't hot. We not gonna we ain't gonna pretend like you look good. Oh, because the person who posted it looked uh tiny-ish. <laughs> I be wild be seeing people who um um who tweets yeah, and, and posts don't match their attributes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I, like, hey, you not the same. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You kind of it's a. I ain't gonna say you got to be cute enough to say certain shit, but it do be some things that people say that I'll be like the audacity <laughs> for that to come out of your mouth about that person when you. You know, but I don't like calling people ugly, so I'm not going to say want, it. I just want the energy of your tweets and energy of your face don't match. Match it up. Match it up. Match <laughs> it up. Like, it don't match. Hey, Twitter's a wild place, man. Speaking yeah. of Twitter, you've been seeing this old Birkin shit, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, all right, man. Let's get into the Birkin bag debate. I'm about to get my perspective real quick, specifically for Detroiters who have, because I saw a few people who I know giving their opinions on this shit. They from here. They from the city. Known them for a long time. I know what they come from. I know where they got. God bless them and whatever they might have access to. But two things they don't have, Birkin bags and some common sense, nigga. Another thing that I can't really stand right now about Detroiters getting involved in this convo, my favorite fucking stat that I throw around, nigga. Ah, scary fucking times, man. Go ahead and drop that bomb on them, man. <laughs> Median household income in the city of Detroit, $31,000 a year. Household income, that's the total. That's mom, pop, brother who work at the fast food spot, other brother who sell dope. We bringing in thirty-one grand a year in Detroit. 
And y'all talking about bags that cost a minimum of $30,000. Um, so what's up? Listen, it's not my lane. It ain't. It ain't. Because I don't have one. Uh, yeah, I'm none, never going to have a Birkin. None of the women that I've ever uh, been with have had one. My girls should know not to ask me for one. And um, like, they, it's a lot of fake ones out, right? Facts. Because like for some randomly, a couple weeks ago, somebody sent me like this little mini documentary on them. On uh, the fake Birkins? Well, on Birkins oh, Birkin period. how got they got came it. about, the whole lady and the whole Is it on YouTube? Yard. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it was like, yo, when it's too many, we gonna stop selling them because we don't want your kind. We don't want everybody to have them. Man, it's kind of like white buffs, huh? Birkins is uh, girls' white buffs. That's their white sticks. Cartier mm. Huh. Mm. say we only got thirty three white sticks. Yet it's thirty five niggas in the city with them right now. Yo, it's a lot. I mean, and that's just in like one area. You could point in one direction and find thirty five. Who do you think shit costs more for men or women? Cause like we get clowned for like liking weird shit and all yeah. you niggas and Jordans and shit. But yeah. like one of y'all purchases Damn. usually wrap our shit up. Jordans is a hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> Literally, you not going like you ain't break your bank. Two twenty around Christmas. Two twenty uh, <laughs> right now because I just got them them fours earlier on the little sneak drop. That. Um, what size you wear? Eleven. That's what I got. I'll tell them to you want them. Yeah, yeah, I give you them retail, nigga. I ain't want them. I just got an eleven, uh, just cause, nigga. But yeah, them sure. bitches gonna ship next week. But all that to say, they shit cost way more. So in the whole, let me find old girl statement because the shit started with um, what's old girl name? Quavo girl, sweetie. She made a little statement or whatever. Did somebody have the name Sweetie already? So she had to spell it different with the A on there. Because <laughs> I be like Sweetie. I don't know where that came like, it's from. It's real dramatic. Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> All right. Let's see. This was Sweetie said. Tom, if you're not getting your barking, if you're not paying for your bills, just back to the street. Okay. Shut up. If he not giving you a Birkin, if he not. Paying all your bills, throw that nigga back to the streets. Shut your weak ass up. Why is like? And I posted I'm a little sorry while ago, dog. To be that, so so listen. Uh, before y'all knew, sweetie, I was familiar with her, right? Uh huh. From a long time ago. Um, and she had like a cool little story before I even heard any kind of music from her. She was on Hot Nine Seven about four years ago. Uh huh. Yep. Um, they was trying to introduce her to the game, and she was like, had this story about how J. Cole was one of her favorite rappers, and she got this video of her walking up to J. Cole, like outside of his tour bus, and like rapping for him and everything like that. And he was like, Yo, you know, you're gonna be hot one day or some shit. It was one of the weakest verses ever, right? <laughs> um, but it's cool, but she said that too, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't yeah. that good. And then Ebro and then was on, I'm like, All right, let me hear you, let me, let me hear something. And then she rapped. Mm, and it was like it, hit. it was like so you know right now um she got some good records you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. but like everybody it was just bad yeah and they he, and Leroy was like yo uh i like you know seeing people want to come up cuz we get a chance to see you improve like he didn't right, like right. like huh. he ain't clowner yeah. yeah but like she not like not it and she fine she really well, she look good. Really, really pretty young lady. Um, and she seemed cool. Like I've seen non-music related interview, just like a day in her life or walking around with sweet. She funny, she goofy, she smart, went to um USC, graduated. Somebody said she was Nunu. Mm, 
from the burbs out here acting like she. Yeah. Mm. But then somebody clapped back and said, "Have you seen her real name?" <laughs> also true. I was also like, true. But you know, hey, but you could do both. The new new from the the new new uh, comparison that kind of feel like, yeah. No. That could be a thing. Here's my thing. Off top, when she made that statement, one, that's a silly statement at any tax bracket. I don't ever want to. If a nigga ain't buying you Birkins and paying all your bills, that don't mean that nigga need to be thrown to the streets. Like, that's just silly, dog. And it's a dangerous narrative. Like, niggas just going to laugh and joke and do all they shit. But it's when the convos start getting serious, right? It's when all these broke motherfuckers, and when I say broke motherfuckers, I mean everybody who ain't buying Birkins. Me. Me included, <laughs> and all the women who ain't buying them for themselves or for their homegirl, everybody else who not in that sweetie uh, in Quavo lane, when we start having that convo, we the ones that get to arguing and fussing and fighting about it, right? And then it's that whole black man narrative, black women narrative, black men, we only deserve to be loved if we fucking paying for shit. Like our love gets attached to finances. I mean, that's how it works. Why is that a thing, dog? I'm going to tell you. That's you, dangerous you, as fuck. You bro. know what? I'm going to prove to you about 10 minutes from now why that shit is a fact and why, and why it's fucked up. Dog, that shit is like, it's, it's next level because. I don't like how it gets used against us, right? Like, women will, and salute to black women specifically. Like, we know right now y'all are more educated. Y'all go through higher levels of school. Y'all got that white man education. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't go to Spelman, niggas, sweetie. You ain't, go, you ain't go to the streets university. You was at USC with it. Why you ain't go to fucking Howard, sweetie? Uh, I'm fucking with you. But, um, no, no, but they we get that the education's higher. They, they tend to, they're like the highest- fucking entrepreneurs out there like black women got all the shit right now Young, that's just dope. like under 35 yeah yeah, yeah. 35 and under sure. that demographic is crazy right now and it's a not it's not factually true that they get paid less than men it's not way. but so i, I know tried to argue that and somebody that killed not me factually true it's not and here's but my thing whatever. i'm glad that it's not right because i'm glad y'all living but if y'all know y'all are so far ahead in a lot of different areas right don't then turn around and say, you dumb, broke, poor motherfucker. Let me like, ask you this whoa, thing. nigga. Why you think that is? That they act like that? Or no, that no, they no, respond no. to us like that? Or that they're that far ahead? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, the, the great Lil Duval posted something earlier today that I wanted to read off that might uh, give you a little more insight on why I think that. Hold on. Let me pull. Okay. Let me, let me pull up Duval's shit real quick because he made a statement. I have I no said, idea. I don't know. It's not a setup. I have no, no idea. No, no, no. No, no, no. But it's it's related. And wait, is this? Why the fuck I can't find Lil Duval page? Oh, he's been shadow banned for like three years. You got to type his, type his entire name out. God damn. There you go. You use a smart motherfucker. All oh, right. that's what Instagram do to you. They'll shadow ban you. They won't straight out ban you. Like, and they won't. It probably wasn't even the yeah, first yeah. name on there, nope. was it? No. Yeah, they do that. All it was the time. his old photography page, Lil Duval thirteen or whatever. So he posted a tweet, um, and he posted it on Instagram. But I want to read the caption with it too. So the tweet was: "Shout out to all the quote boss bitches mm -hmm. end quote living off they man." And then in his caption, he says, "That nigga paying for that lifestyle that you see, not that Instagram business." Make sure you let them know about the silent investor when you're doing your Zoom seminars. Mm. But let y'all tell it, men don't be holding the queens down. Mm. Now, going back to what Saweetie said, if your man ain't buying you Birkins and paying all your bills, throw that nigga back to the streets. And not that Saweetie ain't doing her own thing right now, but is she Quavo? 
Is she amigos? Is she on QC? <laughs> is she amigos? Is she amigos? Is she amigas? Is she amigas? I don't think she's amigas. <laughs> so if she not amigos, <laughs> and he the one buying the burgers and spending the money, dog, it just seemed like, yeah, maybe the men is doing a lot more for the women than we're being. Uh, you know how many dope boys had that girl a boutique in Northland? You know what I mean? Dope Boys got that girl a boutique right off there on Southfield Road in 12 Mile. That whole little <laughs> circle of boutiques. Go in there right now. I'm not going to name y'all boutiques. Don't worry. But them is dope nigga monies that started all that. They ain't go to the bank and get that loan. They didn't. And I know this. <laughs> this is not unconfirmed information, dog. <laughs> Just circle that little over by the AMW. Just circle it real quick. Everybody's fucking boutique. <laughs> Shit. Dope nigga. And here's the thing. If on you nine, take the Greenfield money. Greenfield too? Oh, Greenfield too. Walk through Greenfield Plaza. A lot of them was sponsored by dope monies, dog. And here's my thing. I'm not mad at none of it. But when you get on and your shit start popping, don't then go out there and start talking as if, yo, I did this ground up. Nobody helped me. Yes, they did. That's funny. But listen, dude, <laughs> when I asked yeah, that yeah, question, yeah. like I meant like, why you think... um. Why you think women put more emphasis on school? Um, I I I thought about this. I've been thinking about this for years. Actually. Yeah, honestly, and this is based on my experience, dog. I'm the first man in my house, and really the first man on my dad's side of the family to go to college and graduate. Had a couple cousins who went, didn't make it through. Um, but most didn't go. My pops ain't get through high school. Nigga dropped out, was on some street shit. My grandpops probably dropped out earlier than that. For me, I think that men ain't really given that like super school scholastic emphasis because that ain't what we learned, dog. We taught from the beginning, go get money. You ain't got time for school. You ain't got time for school. Nigga, you gonna go spend four more years in college, nigga, when that four years you could have been out there working your way up. Learning the game, getting a hustle. And it's just like we get school for us gets de-emphasized until we go to prison and then niggas is hype for you when you get your GED in there. And it's like, come you on, bro. You think any um social stuff happens, difference between how, how a man acts and his priorities versus a woman and how mm -hmm. she might prioritize anything? We got niggas at 14, 15 being told that if they don't have one, Ferragamos, Cardi's, uh, Whatever the fuck, Christian Dior, Jordans, and all this shit, that you not fresh. At 14, you're expected to have on a Moncler. And, a, and so what I think is, even at a young age, men are being told, nigga, you a bum if you ain't getting to this bag. That school shit is all of a sudden de-emphasized for us because we get told we got to focus on other shit. Nigga, where your money at? Man, I was looking at something, and I was just thinking back from middle school, high school, yeah. the whole nine yards. Um, and it's not a... Like not a not, a not, not a, to any or, uh -uh. but I think there's certain stigmas. Like I ain't never really heard anybody call a woman a nerd. Mm -mm. Not like outside mm -mm. of TV. You mm -mm. know what I'm saying? With like some punky Brewster braids yeah, and braces. Yeah, yeah. Outside of like this, but even then, those women end up once they get a little older, take the braids down and take the glasses off, put some contacts on. Oh, she was just an ugly duckling who blossomed. She was a cocoon in the blossom and butterfly. But, but like I niggas, never... we nerds from the gate. 
Well, I, but there is not a um a negative stigma, stigma on women getting education. Like I remember, Facts. quote unquote, dude nerds, hey. right? And like, yo, fam, you gotta you gotta put some effort into like macking, yeah, <laughs> or. It's not gonna work for yeah. you. Yeah, you gotta be smooth. You gotta be suave. You gotta be whatever, nigga. Why you think the stigma of the dumb athlete is out there? Because them niggas is told go play sports and go get those, and that's it. Nobody's ever told keep your grades. We'll figure out your grades. Man, mm-hmm. I hope I, 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 you know, I'm a pretty athletic person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Man, I don't want no dumb jock. Well, that's not no, possible. no, no. I'm definitely never gonna have a dumb jock as a kid, dog. The nigga gotta be, he gonna be a nerd. And that's (laughs) like, I want the nerd. And here's the thing, dog. Like, Will, again, think of Tristan Walker, uh, Bevel. They probably called that man a nerd at some point in his life. 100%. Super smart. Created Foursquare, by the way. Yeah, created so much before Bevel. Had been in uh, the tech world at the top of the top since before we even heard of him. Probably got called a nerd before. But then once he's... Rich as all hell, I bet you they ain't call him a, ner- a nerd no more. No, he's still a nerd. He cool as fuck though. But they ain't gonna yeah, say yeah, yeah. it. You you see what I, I'm saying? One hundred percent. And that's like we have to reach the success to then remove the the negativity on that stigma. And it's just like, come on, dog. We ain't ever given a chance, man. This shit is rough out here. But on I the flip a lot side, of younger. I think a lot of young guys, um, because there's such more. There is such a responsibility to be the man in the house yeah, to, yeah. to pay for this or whatever. That you will probably end up leaving the home. Who do you think leave the home sooner, men or women? Men. I know men who dipped at 15, 16. And I know some women who dipped early, too. I'm not saying that. But most of them dipped early and still ended up in school at some point. The men I know who left early left and never came back. But they shit wasn't good when they left. You know what I'm saying? Like, they struggled. And I think we need, like... Because I only care about our no. Let me. I mean, the focus <laughs> yeah. is our community, right? Facts. Like I think we need like, man, ain't no closed door meetings to be like, listen, let's yeah. get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, we've had this convo before, you and I. Um, and I, we may have even talked about it on the pod, but like how other cultures, for instance, don't put while we talk about stigmas, they don't put the negative stigma on, yo. All my kids stay here till they get married. Yeah, they stay in this house. My whole family. We'll stay in this house till they get married and then they can go live their life. Other cultures don't scoff at that. They don't look down on it. They don't do none of that. Black families, even the poorest of the poor ones, the day you turn 18, nigga, you better have a plan because you getting the fuck out. And it's like, yo, I'm old enough to go to school. I'm old enough to get a higher paying job at 18, even if I'm not going to school. Like I could be of value if I stay here. I could go to a local school and stay here, and now I have lower student loans. I could stay here and really make something of my life so when it is time for me to move out, I'm fiscally and mentally and educationally prepared to go out into the real world. But we don't fucking like live on that. We say, 18, nigga, get out. I don't care if you got money. I don't care if you got a plan, nigga. 18, you a grown-up. Go live your life. And so funny is uh, I know when I'm, uh, a lady friend, she like, I think she 30, 31, 32 now. Uh-huh. Ain't never left the house. Wow. Never had an apartment. Ne- like, still live at home with mom the whole nine yeah. yards. And, like, sometimes I be seeing, like, comments or about, like, like broke niggas this and it. Yeah, yeah, And then she'll be like, oh, I'm broke too. Like, well, like, how? Because you should be. But that's the thing. The pressure to get your shit together 
isn't put on women as much as men. I'm not saying that some families don't put it on their women and their daughters and, hey, you 30-something, it's probably time you get up and get your own shade. I ain't saying they don't. But men, we getting it from an early age. 15, 16, we start getting to, even when we go get our first job, nigga, half your check going to your mom on a bill that you don't even see. They like, oh, suh, you gonna put something on these groceries? And it's like, damn, mom, I make 11 an hour, nigga. Like, I really don't got it, but okay. Now I got barely enough money to go have some fun and take a little chick to the Coney or something. It's interesting. That whole dynamic is interesting. It's interesting as hell, but to bring it back to the beginning of this convo, dog, motherfucking my worth ain't got shit to do with buying you a Birkin bag and paying all your bills, dog. And that narrative is dangerous as fuck to these young niggas. We want to talk about social media influences and all that shit. These people with millions and millions of followers, they do influence your kids. And when your 100%. kids is getting involved in these debates, that's the shit that they start going out here and robbing and knocking niggas' heads over for to try to get. They trying to attain some shit that they have no business attaining. But because somebody who influences them said it, now they feel like, yo, I got to go out here and I got to fucking do whatever I got to do to get it. So, plot twist, if uh, men don't want they whole... Um existence tied up into a financial amount uh-huh. like how you think a woman don't want their whole existence tied up to a, a sexual Sex. act wow you know what I'm saying? wow it's crazy how much we relate when we start talking and stop fighting right because the same shit they want to avoid it's funny uh one of my homegirls you know i don't sleep i got insomnia so I, I woke up in the middle of the night um i looked on facebook and one of my homegirls she lives out in la and she had posted something like if you up, let me see a picture of them gray sweats talking to dudes, right? Like, let me see a picture of you in them gray sweats. So then when I got back on there, like later today, she posted, um, really disappointed, thought I was going to wake up to a ton of pictures of dudes in gray sweats, right? I guess ain't nobody send her shit. So then it's hella girls in the comments like, oh, these niggas dicks is little. They ain't want to show you that. So I got in there and I was like, yo, why y'all sexualizing men? <laughs> that's all i said like why y'all doing that why y'all why are y'all making like post about her because i'm i'm an equal opportunist dog i get why women feel so overtly sexualized by the shit that goes on in the world today that men do like but damn nigga like i don't think that 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 hurts us and we end up promoting yeah. Like a nigga be like, man, I'm tired of chicks want me for my money, but then post all pictures of money and shit that that attract women, right? Yeah. And then some people will be like, yo, I'm tired of people um looking at me for my body and then then post yeah. all body. like the, the same thing that we hate is the same thing that we promote. Facts. And like I I don't know how to stop that. I'm to be honest, dog, it's a conversation I had recently, man, and like I'm kind of over social media, dog. Like I'm I'm not entertained by it anymore uh, or let me not say i'm not i'm more frustrated by it than entertained by it yeah. um it becomes like i'd I be telling my girls my you know your girl send you shit on oh look at this house or look at this room or whatever and i'll be telling her like yo just the fyi it's a certain point in my night about 10 11 o'clock maybe i'm no longer getting on instagram so if i don't reply don't think i'm ignoring you or i ain't open your note yet or not i'm just i put my phone down because at a certain point, for your own sanity, you got to put your phone down. And you look at, you throw in COVID, right? You throw in this fucking pandemic that trapped us in the house for a couple of months. And then for the rest of us, we still kind of in the house, even if we might loosely get out here right now and again, still kind of in the house and not really responding socially how we normally do. 
nigga, that phone became damn near an attachment to your hand for a minute this year. And now I'm at that point where I just feel like I OD'd and I need to fall back a bit. And um, I did say, like, I'm about to just start shifting focus and really focus more on pod content on the socials and let that be the reason why I'm online because other than that, dog, I'm just really not feeling this shit no more, man. It's because it's becoming more of a negative narrative. And then I can I can see the game sometimes, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. It be too much sometimes, man. Yeah, dog. And I mean, again, these these niggas is arguing about bags that 99 percent of the world can't afford. Like, come on, dog. And y'all, but we're the ones arguing. Like the fact that you would accept forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar bag from somebody like. That's a like, that's a lot of fucking money, dog. Like, we not really. I don't care how much money you make. Let's say you make yeah. hundred thousand a year. From you not in a position to spend thirty thousand dollars on a bag at dog. all, at all. Let's say you make two hundred thousand dollars a year. You still shouldn't be spending thirty thousand dollars on a bag. Now, like I mean, people can do whatever the fuck they want with their money, but hey. like, and a lot of motherfuckers can sign them bags for eight nine grand. Not that you should be spending that on a person either, but. It's more sense than thirty, but all that to say, you still getting it, so you could go out there and say, "I got a thirty thousand dollar bag," and it's like, "Bruh, that ain't life right now, dog." And if anything that this I'm year taught this, me, and I'm gonna take this bag right to views, <laughs> bruh. Look at where you be at, nigga. I said some because uh, one of my homegirls posted some Birkin shit, dog, and I wanted to say it so bad, boy, but I didn't comment, and she lucky I ain't fire ass up. But I want to be like, dog, I rob you. <laughs> Yeah, cause I, cause I rob you, goddamn it! <laughs> the fuck you think you live at? I wanted to tell her like, yo, your appliances is trash. <laughs> like, I know your apartment complex. I, I've been over there. My auntie used to live there. Them apartments is really not great. But shout out to your fucking comment about Birkins that I know you don't own. Um, in general though, dog, this year kind of taught me that black people are more vain than I ever realized. Like, well, you it, know why this is. Hmm. This is my theory on it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm about to speak in like large generalizations. Okay. It's always been speaking the language of Adam. Uh <laughs> white folks got money, mm-hmm. black folks don't. Mm. Right? So you've always felt less than. Mm. Um and then all of your famous basketball players or your famous rap your favorite rapper would tell you, nigga, you ain't shit if you ain't got a bag. Right, like I'm. And we rich, love it. <laughs> I'm rich. You not, and you not shit until you got the bag. Yeah. And then you was like, "Yo, once I see people with the bag, I see them start getting respect." Mm-hmm. So now you, your whole self worth is tied up into the attention of looking like you got money because once you look like you got money, now you actually see me. I'm a human mm-hmm. now. Like, hey, how mm. you doing? I wasn't shit when I was broke, yep. but now that you can see me, because everybody wants to be heard and and acknowledged, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got money and you doing all these illegal shit, so people will recognize you and actually notice you as a fucking person. You know what that just made me think of, um, and we're gonna talk about it in detail. But the movie that we're gonna discuss and how bad it was, yeah, that actually was a theme in there though. Like if I could pull one of the good things from it, it's that it's this whole notion that something about your look or an accessory that you have or the amount of money, something in you that just goes beyond your day-to-day natural blackness and your own style, your personal style. If you don't have 
whatever we equate to money and success, which is all white shit. Yeah. These labels is all white shit. Uh, your straight hair is all white shit. Your weave is all white shit. Contouring your fucking nose till it's pointy as shit is white shit. Somebody said, y'all contouring the blackout, y'all know. That was me. <laughs> that was me. I posted that. And I put, this is not a joke at the end of it because everybody came in there and laughed. And I said, dog, this, I'm, I'm really being serious with y'all because I have two friends who I think have body dysmorphia and they be, nigga, their noses, these two friends in particular, are so uniquely distinctly black. They know they got noses. One of them got a nose like tick, all fucking Lovecraft, and the other one, her nose is just it's as button of a button nose you've ever seen in your life. The pictures they posted, it was their friends. One of them birthday was last week. The pictures they posted, dog. I legit thought one of them was a white girl. Her nose was so fucking contoured, dog. And I said, bro, you you lost your mind. You lost your mind. And they live in L.A. now. So I'm like, okay, I'm not. All of this is adding up to me. And it's like, yo, my nigga, you losing your blackness to fit into what they do? You want to conform to what they do? Whole time, they trying to conform to how we naturally born. The big ass, the big lips, the curvaceous body. Nigga, they want what you got. Why the fuck you trying to do what they do? Because what they got is equated to money and success. What we got is fetishized. Come on, dog. And it's wild. The shit is wild as fuck. But like this whole yo, look at me, I'm rich. Yeah. Because you know you you not you not nothing in this. Is, unfortunately, they they will they will lie to you and tell you that you're not nothing in this. You're not anything in this society unless you have some sort of value yep. to yep. add monetarily or yep. whatnot. And I, me personally and wholeheartedly, I disagree. Like people who can't do shit for me are still friends of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like yo. This you be, like you ain't got to be the funny nigga out the crew. You ain't got yeah. to be the, the strong nigga, the, the 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 one that got all the girls or this. Fam, you can just be you. And like that's fine. You don't gotta be the rich nigga. You don't gotta be the Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yep. like it's perfectly fine. But like somehow, uh well not somehow. I mean it was it was designed this way <laughs> yeah. to make us feel this way. And like I think right now we actually have identity uh, problem and process that that needs to be fixed and that's why we keep acting like this and dog so that hood rich shit is a is a disease it is and it's but it's also a choice right and when when niggas getting mad at motherfuckers saying slavery was a choice okay yeah that was an ignorant comment but the way we live in right now currently having arguments about shit that motherfuckers don't even want us to have access to it's the reason they made 33 white sticks Cause they didn't want y'all three thousand black niggas walking around with them. It's the reason that them Birkins is limited, and they said, "Yo, if too many fakes get out here, we're gonna stop all production." Cause they don't want you to have access. So why the fuck are we arguing over this shit? Why are we Man, killing over this shit? They reach out to the people who they want to buy it though. That's it. Like you can't get like you may get them from the secondhand yeah. shop. You know what I'm saying? Floyd so. Mayweather said, "Yo, you can't walk in the Hermes store and go buy a fucking Birkin. That ain't how this works." She was given because there was some people in the comments who clearly ain't know that that's not how that worked, and she said that. But again, it's a reason you Floyd can't daughter. do that. Yeah, Floyd daughter. Yeah, and I'm like, it's a reason you can't do that. What's so whack? I mean, what's so wild is that like. That shit is not like the idea that we put on certain items. Hey, that like we make the value, we create the value. Oh, it's this all ostrich, bitch. When you ever cared about an ostrich, fam? I, and I ain't mean bitch like women. I literally just mean like bitch. I be thinking like, yo, some of the shit that costs a lot 
Yo, this animal ain't extinct enough. It ain't. It ain't in danger. My nigga, <laughs> if I bring my own ostrich, how much is gonna cost him? Damn, you know I me, mean? alligators. Is my nigga. <laughs> You know what I mean? Cows is like leather. Like, come on, dog. I'll literally walk a cow up to the store and be like, yo, Pele, Pele. Chinchilla. You can, can you do this for me? You get a chinchilla at the pet store for $6. My nigga, dog. we can go get 30 and just make this little scarf real quick, dog. Fam, you go to PetSmart, you be like, it be like a basket of them bitches. They be like, uh, buy six, get one free. Dog, and it's like, <laughs> let me get that one right there. But then we going to turn around and flip 2000 for the coat. Nah, Minimum it. And it's Minimum. just It's weird dog Cause we overvalue some shit And create the value for the shit And we create the market of it And when I say we I mean black people Cause we create Yes a lot of this shit existed at These costs For hundreds of years Before we were ever to Even thinking of affording them But Once we popularize them And we make them cultural uh, Articles Nigga we've now created the value Cause now The people know Okay Somebody black wearing our shit. They out there wearing our shit. Our shit about to be in this video. It's going to be popping. It's going to be on this star. It's going to be on this red carpet. It's going to be here. It's going to be there. The whole Birkin shit is viral right now, or at least was well, earlier in the week. I'm about to wear black for a year straight. Nigga. And all my shit going to have my logos on it. So let's talk about that. Because with this Birkin convo, I've seen a couple comments um, where some people were saying, yo, if y'all want to buy some black-owned purse brands, uh, go buy Telfar, Telfar Global. Go support that black-owned designer right now who makes luxury purses. Go support Telfar. And then somebody in the comments. Go support Mia Ray. Shit. Go support Mia Ray. Detroit. What up? Shit. Atlanta. Mia Ray A-Ware. Mia Ray Global. How about that shit? Go support uh, Glamaholics, man. But somebody commented, yo, go support Telfar. And somebody responded to that comment and said, nigga, we talking about luxury bags. <laughs> and I said, yo, these is... Three, four hundred dollar bag. Like these ain't cheap bags, nigga. No, we talking about white bags. That's what you wanted to <laughs> let's, say, let's nigga. Let's replace Lux bags. with white, dog. And I'm like, yo, y'all don't even respect black luxury, bro. Yo, shout out to my cousin. Um, last year she did put out a, a makeup um brushes and cosmetics uh -huh. and shit like that. She bought her shit from the exact same factory that Rihanna shit mm. go for. Mm. Her shit was on sale for like thirty bucks a pop. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. nigga, this shit come from the same factory. Same so but and that's not a knock. Yeah, no, like, no, no, not at all. But like the same house, like your Nautica shirt is the yeah. same cotton blend as your polo. Shirt. It and it all leaves <laughs> like, from the same warehouse. So uh, a white dude that I follow He's a part of Like a real big streetwear brand I ain't gonna get that No shine right now Since we talking about Black owned shit But um, He posted That they took a trip over there Some of the people from the brand They took a trip to China And you know how New York Got Canal Street With all the fake yeah. shit China has a version Of Canal Street 100% And he said Nigga we went over there And we bought 200 fake off-whites and he did it. His whole story was lit up. I'm going, if you go on YouTube and yeah. Vice, they did a whole thing on yeah. Vice. Yeah. And he's literally going stitch for stitch. And he said, the dude who sold us these told us, I work in the Nike factory. I literally know. I'm sure he ain't said this clearly, but I know how this shit is made, what it's made. He said this is the same a, shoe. Well, it's not that. It's not even like. It's Same a, materials. It's a difference than like back in the day where you had a fake Jordan or fake shoe and that shit fell apart. Yeah. Right? Like this is different. Like, you know, my whole entire industry in China and, uh, and or Taiwan or whatever, yeah. like we are exporters of goods, right? So as soon as that order runs off the line from to Nike, fam, we putting that shit right back on the line and yep. we selling that shit. 
And during this little Vice thing, he was basically saying, like, listen, like, I white dude. Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm, you know, he's a millionaire because he do this shit. He was like, no, I need the best quality because I can't afford for when you go to these these uh, fake sites, mm-hmm. I can't afford a negative review. Yeah. Because that will cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. So, and sometimes, like, I make my shoe better than they made theirs. And the fakes. Yeah. Fam, they in the, uh, they got a whole thing right now with StockX. Y'all keep letting fakes get through. I think what's going on with that is niggas have re- replicated the little plastic stock X tab. And also they, true. And they'll sell somebody a shoe with the stock X tab like, yo, stock X got fake shoes. It's authenticated. Nigga, you got a piece of plastic. But, no, but stock X has gone through like literally them because they've let some fakes come through authenticated. And then it got to niggas who really knew the new. And they said, yo, this, this ain't our shoe. Like it was some nigga who worked at Nike up in Oregon and was like, nigga, this ain't our shoe. Like. I bought it because I couldn't get it. So I got it from StockX, and this isn't our shoe, bro. Like, it's a good replica, but it's a replica. And um, eBay just started doing their little authentication now and all. Like, everybody doing that, but it's like... It's a nigga looking at it. Like, it's what do you, millions of fucking fakes coming through. And at a certain point, y'all niggas are not going to be able to tell nothing. So dog. at this point, it's like, do you like it because you like how it looks and it, it works for you? Or do you like it because most people know how much it costs and you want to walk it's around a status with a price symbol. tag on It's a status stuff. symbol. Niggas might as well start leaving the tag. You remember back in the day we used to wear fitteds with the tag under the brim? Just leave that there. We might as well start doing that with anything we do. It's a status symbol, dog. Like them big ugly ass shoes y'all wear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, we want to talk about it? We gonna, No, we about to wrap this shit up. Nigga. Uh, but we going to look back at this era of, of big ass shoes the same way we look at tall tees and big ass clothes the big ass shoe era yeah might be the name of the episode um and i mean they, niggas was wearing spike christian louboutins like five years ago let's so let's get to these blackberry letters though. oh man all right oh hold up hold up we got the motherfucking can crack y'all already know what it is when y'all hear that can crack that mean your man back this week's blackberry letters brought to you by uh fuck it nigga glamaholics mia ray what up she didn't actually endorse this or give me a J no bag, but I'm throwing that out there anyway. In case we say something wild. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, associate yeah. it with Yeah, her no, we're not. All. Yeah, Mia Ray has nothing to do with this segment, but I just wanted to shout her out again. Mia, what up? All right, man. Um, so we got a Blackberry letter. The subject line says, ego stroke or nah? It's from a Yahoo account, so I knew it was going to be on bullshit off top because why you make a Yahoo? It's from Anonymous Detroit, and it says... She didn't even say hi. So off top, I don't like the way you're addressing me, dog. Women be rude as shit. Um, When men are trying to get back with an ex-girlfriend, why do they always ask about who she was with or what she did during the time they were broken up? Because I want to fuck raw again. (laughs) Get to that. But there's a short answer. Um, Why does it matter if she had sex with one person or a hundred? My ex wants that old thing back, but he keeps asking who I've been with and how many times I was with people while we were broken up. Guys, help me understand why he thinks this information is relevant to us getting back together and what would happen if I said I had been with someone. The funny part is I haven't, but the fact he keeps asking is bothering me. Signed, Annoyed and Anonymous. P.S. Before you ask, we were broken up February of this year. It wasn't a bad breakup, but we kept nitpicking at stuff or nitpicking about stuff and getting into petty arguments. We were really off for a few months leading up to it. 
he hadn't been working and wasn't the same guy I'd been with prior to losing his job and his attitude changed. Now he's back on his feet, it seems, and he apologized for how he acted. Hmm. But this whole line of questioning just feels controlling. Can't wait to hear what you guys think and looking forward to the next episode. Thanks. Remember, I was like in about 10 minutes. I'm going to say, man. When he lost his job, yep, things yeah. went awry. Oh man, don't let things go awry. Not during a global pandemic. And then, and then he got his job back, and I got back. To now he won his girl back. <laughs> um, listen. Uh, so let's start with the first question. Yeah. When men are trying to get back with an ex girlfriend, why do they always ask about who she was with or what she did during the time they were broken up? Jay said it already, but uh, I think it's worth repeating. I mean, I wanna fuck raw. I mean, like, and I need to know what you've been out here doing, not because I'm ready to control you. And then I need to know if you were out here safely, dog. And if you was out here with a mud ass nigga. And like y'all broke up in February. Quarantine happened in March. So who was you quarantined up with? And my nigga. That's what he kind of wanted Because it's know. October and it's a scary fucking world out here. What up, cuz? My cousin here, she just brought us some good old 1738, hey. so this pod may go lefter than y'all imagined. Yeah. Loki want to do a shot of it now to really get my <laughs> real answer. Um, no, no, dog, but that's a lot of months, February to October. Yeah. My nigga. Like, you could have been out here literally living your nasty-ass life. So I will say this. Um, I, so, twofold. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody asked you that? Mm-hmm. Because I... Was presented with this situation uh, Me and a young lady Broke up We went through You know We were some time apart And she said Just Was you with somebody Just tell me I swear <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad Just tell me Cause I knew She had too mm -hmm, Right mm -hmm. So Against my better judgment You know what I did I you told, told the truth God damn it Nigga Zero to one hundred Real, real quick, quick. I am never telling the truth again. <laughs> it, is, it does not behoove you to answer that. Like, what? I swear to God, I, I mean, I was, this was younger, Jay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was not, I was not equipped with the information that I know now. Love being on some chest. And um, this shit was, a, this was a bad, I'm thinking like, nigga, I know you was with, like, this not even, yeah. like, what, what, what's going on here? Um, But don't act like, you don't care if they was with somebody. Mm -hmm. If y'all was together, like you care. I'm never gonna ask you, but don't act like uh, why you think they care because they want to know if you've been out hoeing. And here's the thing, dog. Why are we afraid of our truth? Everybody talk that live your truth, live your truth. But then you get back with an ex, and it's like, yo, just want to know if you've been with anybody since we've been apart, nigga. Why you want to know, fam? Because live like, your truth, yo. If I, I, I have a plan to have unprotected sex with you. Like it means something to me because yeah. my health is involved, right? Or how about this? Uh, before we get back together, I'm gonna need you to um do it um to have a STD test. Oh, Sorry. and that was so. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that women aren't afraid and they shouldn't be afraid to ask. By the way, for their partner to get an STD test, not every woman asks that, not every dude asks that. But when you do ask it, that ain't a bad question, right? And I don't think it's an offensive one either. So if you can ask me to go get an STD test between a breakup, why can't I ask you if you've been with anybody? Else? Yo, from. <laughs> From one to one hundred, it shouldn't matter. Oh, the fuck, yes, it does. 
if you, me, and you broke up yeah. and you smashed one hundred people, I yeah. don't want it no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all right, I know February wasn't yesterday, but goddamn, nigga. I don't want it no more. If she went zero to a hundred real quick, nigga, no, I'm okay. It, but like, do you? I don't think you ask everybody that. Mm-mm. Like, no. If, he know what he know how you can die. And, and that's so, that's something else I was about to say. He might know. So I've been the guy in that situation where I was getting back with an ex or considering getting back with an ex. But I knew some things about her, and I gave her the benefit of the doubt because we weren't broken up nearly this long. We was broken up maybe a month. But I asked anyway because I know some things, man, and I just want to make sure because I know what we were doing previously. That we can get right back into that and we don't have no issues. But let me let me let me stop playing because I <laughs> I want to get these jokes off first. Mm-hmm. But like in real life, um, if you haven't, right? Yeah. Like, why is it a why why is it why is it a secret, my nigga? Unless you're trying to like like you keeping some information from them as far. Now and she said this conversation's annoying her and da da da. You know how to end the conversation? I haven't even been with anybody. Boom, done. Conversation over. Now if he be like, you show. Yeah, now, then, now, now got, we get into you controlling. Got, you, got, you know what I'm but saying? But right now it's like, yo, he might just want to fucking be responsible, my nigga. Like, or now we're gonna wear these condoms, and now you're gonna think I'm fucking somebody else. Even if he don't. And he just really want to know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's insecure. Maybe he think that you was super duper because she kind of said that they really was kind of off before they went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he got a feeling. He was like, yo, will you been and, with somebody? And hold up. Let's talk about that. Cause what you just mentioned right there is the insecurity, right? Yeah. And when a man loses his job. And then can't take care of things and his attitude starts to change. Maybe you was doing some shit to make him feel insecure, like posting Saweetie say your man <laughs> need to pay all your bills and get you a Birkin bag. Uh, and maybe he ain't feel like he was taking care of business and he might have felt like another nigga could have been. I'll just say this, right? Yeah. It's only in this particular dynamic that that can happen. Because if I'm with a woman and we break up and she asked me if I, if, if I was with somebody yeah. and I just kept not answering... Fam, you know how that conversation gonna go. Well, now you look suspicious. Yeah, as fuck. you look yeah. suspicious. Yeah. Now you look like, all right, you definitely been fucking. If you get none of your business, yeah. like nigga, answer the question. Yeah, who like, you fuck or don't? Granted, I'm never gonna ask because yeah. I'm assume you did. So <laughs> I'm saying, and it's probably a safe <laughs> assumption. I mean, I can never be surprised if I already expect the answer to be yes. That's a fact. So I'm gonna assume you do. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And I also think she lying talking about she ain't been with nobody. So, that's the other part. There we go. Here's the thing. A nigga's going to think you lying no matter what you say. So, you might as well just say it. I lying, but, like, I guess why is, like, if the answer is no and Mm -hmm. you wasn't with nobody, like, why would you keep him in the dark like that? Why why would you, like, are you trying to, like, turn and the, to the play on his insecurities like, a little more? Why? Because he like, got a job now, so now he back thinking he popping. Yeah, so it's either like, yo, um, I don't think this is none of your business mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Y'all, you know what type of nigga he is. Y'all was wouldn't like. It's just weird. And again, dog, maybe it's something we don't know about this nigga. Maybe he is a controlling ass dude. Facts. And if be. he was that prior to this line of questioning, like then yeah, maybe she has a little bit more reason. But her question wasn't, yo, my dude was controlling before, and now it seemed like he's trying to control me again. Her question was, why this nigga keep asking me about if I've been with somebody since we broke up? Ain't that one of the, like, once y'all break up, right, then y'all do some makeup shit, y'all lay yeah. in bed. It, it's always so, Man. who was you fucking with? So you look, like? we've been broke up. You made a valid point with, nigga, it was quarantine. Everybody had a quarantine bay. Who was yours? Who was yours? 
Sub cuz. <laughs> Everybody had a quarantine bay. Who was yours? What was you doing? What was you doing? Because we broke up. I wasn't over there all the time. Who was over there? Because he might have been like, well, shit, I know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I know how you, I know your drive. I know how you get down. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I want to be like, I like to start off with trust, you know? There's another thing that's not being said here. Like, yo, I might just be trying to see if you're willing to be that open with me. Because maybe you weren't before. And maybe that's a question that I probably would have never asked you before. But now that we getting back together and our relationship ended kind of, mm, I wasn't in the greatest spot. Maybe I want to make sure that me and you could be a hundred. And be perfectly honest, I was kind of being facetious. Like if if somebody asks and I feel like that's some shit I want to ask, I'm telling you the truth. Because like, why not? What you going to like? There's the, the only thing. option you're going to do is to either not fuck with me. Or fuck with me. Wouldn't you want to see how they respond when you tell them the truth? Yeah. Like, yo, we were broken up. I have nothing to hide from you from that point. So if you ask and I keep it 100 with you, what you going to do? Get mad? Because if you get mad, we probably ain't getting back together. So. Like, why you don't lie about shit that don't matter? Nigga. It's just the conversation could have been over with her saying, yo, I haven't been with anybody. Period. I told you. You asked. I told you. Dead it. And then if you keep asking like that, that's yeah. something different. If you keep asking, now I'm worried about you being a little jealous. Now you, you think. Not, now you call me you a call liar. Me a liar? Like what? I told you no. But not if you keep saying it ain't none of your business, nigga. It's yes or no. Yeah. I'm not answering the question. Well, I guess that is a none of your business. And this shit. isn't a random nigga asking you this. Just your ex boyfriend. Like, come on. Fam. And your current boyfriend. And your yeah, you trying to get back together and work it out, nigga. Let that man get his question off, dog. But now, if you tell me you ain't been with nobody, I don't believe you. It's been too long. Yeah, and you, you've stalled too much. You you look like you're lying, and you made it. Like you a could big be deal. one. You probably telling the truth, but now. You didn't you didn't start so long. You yeah. you look like you lying. Do women be telling the truth though? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Say no, I mean people people are truthful in general. Yeah, people can be truthful. They can be, but like, are they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you know they 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 swear they cheat better than everybody. You oh know my what I'm saying? god! Is niggas always cheating? But well, y'all never know if we cheated. So which one is you? Are y'all the faithful ones or y'all the hoes on low? Are y'all the it ones? Can't be both. Are y'all the uh, Justin L.A. boy ones or the ones that want to be loved? What's the game he on? Because sometimes he seems like Sometimes he- I think it's a woman. I don't even think that's a dude half the time, dog. But the nigga play. Sometimes the post will be different from the caption. Like the vibe will be a completely shift. Sometimes it's shit no yeah. nigga. Sometimes it's like, well, which, which side of the game you on, fam? What I need women to do is stop posting that shit. And here's why, dog. Because I think that that shit actually seeps into what y'all really think. Y'all might think, oh, I'm 30-something mile and that shit don't affect me. It does. All that it shit does. affects you. And all that shit does is remove any accountability because now you're relating to that one toxic moment that you allowed. You are you are comparing a real-life situation that you have just encountered mm-hmm. for the first time with a meme that you saw weeks ago. Yep. And now you think that's what- And now you acting like through. it's a fact. See, I told y'all. Yeah. Look. Look at this meme. This proves that all men- Shut up. What's funny- because I have so many uh, women friends who I know, like I know them well. They've been friends for a long time. I've been around them uh, with their boyfriends. I've been around. <laughs> look, look, this ring alert oh, says shit. police about to raid somebody's house on seven and evergreen <laughs> police. <laughs> and they on Stahalen at the liquor store. Deep as fuck. <laughs> like, I hope somebody got a ring alarm and they see yo. this because like, yo, this is a, Yo, shout out to them for sending that alert out. You know what I'm saying? You That's a real like, ass neighborhood <laughs> alert right there, dog. Police about to raise somebody's house. They on seven and stahalen at the liquor store deep as fuck. 
Then the neighbor say, somebody say, good. <laughs> then somebody, I'm not surprised in that neighborhood. <laughs> Stay in the house. Somebody, then this the nigga about to get ready. Good looks, G. They about to raid that trap house over there with a question. All right. Oh, my God. It's going down, dog. Niggas in this shit. They about to raid that trap house that's over there with the question mark. Like, Niggas trying to get the combo going. They deep as fuck on Southern Stalin. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. Uh, but all that to say, man, Um, if you ain't really been with nobody, or even if you have, I, it don't matter either way, man. Tell you, nigga. Just tell them in this conversation and let them know, yo, that's going to be the last time I answer that. I put like this, right? The reason I say you should go ahead and say whatever the answer is because, like, if you tell him the truth and that's something that he can't get over, mm-hmm. then that's the perfect time to y'all to go y'all separate. Got a bigger issue right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if he can't handle that, then y'all can't. Like, y'all, y'all should really shouldn't be together. But here's what I don't want her to do, and I'm saying this from personal experience. Don't tell him nothing now. Like, yo, I ain't been with nobody. And then tell him the truth later. Knee along ass. Yeah, uh, don't. Freaking uh, Love Jones. Yeah, that shit. don't say, yo, nothing happened. And then later come out with, so you remember when I told you it was nothing? It was actually something. But it was only a small something. Because then he not going to believe you. And he not. that's what's going to cause the, the real insecurity in the relationship that ends it. And again, I've been in that situation where I was told, yo, I ain't did shit. And then found out later, nigga, you did everything. You did everything that I asked you if you did. And when I was prepared for you to tell me you did everything, you told me nothing. When I was unprepared, I found out some shit and it fucked up the whole relationship. Man, I remember I broke up with this. Me and this girl had broke up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, she was like, don't have sex with nobody. She was like, she like literally. Don't tell me what to do. She literally said, don't have sex with somebody. It's a right? very aggressive statement and then after the breakup. That night, as I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so after, after I said something, <laughs> I, I just kept seeing her fucking face crying, saying, dope. Like, mm. it, it ruined everything. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Oh my I'm God. Like, it's one. <laughs> fucking witchcraft, dog. She won. She dog. Christina Braithwaite you. She won, dog. She fucking stopped you from doing your thing. All right, we got another fucking Blackberry letter, man. Hold up. This one was short, man. My uh, my homegirl asked me this in the text because she doesn't listen and doesn't follow directions to send emails. But it was real short. She said, how do you honestly and tactfully help your friends set realistic dating expectations? How do you help them adapt to changes as well as realize that they might need to level themselves up a bit before they go back to attracting the type of partner they think they deserve? So basically, how do you tell your fucking friend that mm, the you, person that you want don't really exist like that? No, nah, or, or they don't want you. They don't want you. You ain't there yet. Yeah. How do you tell your friend like, yo, maybe ease back on some of them expectations because you ain't where you want your partner to be yet? Like, calm it down, fam. You kind of a bum. You kind of trash. <laughs> but I'm your friend, so I won't. You know, I fuck with you, but like the streets don't. Yo, this gonna this gonna sound mean, mm-hmm. and I don't mean it that way. It should, um, but like, remind them of who their dad is, <laughs> and I don't mean that like in and your grandfather, right? Because they probably like normal people that you love and respect. Everybody be like, "Yo, I want somebody like my dad, my grandfather did this." You know what I'm saying? Like, was your was your father or your grandfather? Were they like a millionaire? So you want an alcoholic who could fix your car? 
I'm not even not. <laughs> and I'm not saying that as if your dad is a bad person. No, no your you know dad is a bad person. Like, so, does it say your dad is a good person? Your okay. grandfather's a good person and yeah. shit. Like, yo, so all that stuff that you seen your dad do with your mom or your grandfather do with your grandmother, mm-hmm. did they do it on a $500,000 a year salary yeah. and with a or beach did they house do it and with this, a UAW coat on? So like maybe what you looking for are material items and mm. you never going to find that. Like mm. you just looking for material things. You should yeah. really be looking for like a person who you like, like, yeah. and like that y'all get along together yeah. and then see, but like, it's a crazy concept, right? Right. But you literally are looking for you, you, you got a job application. You looking through through you looking through people's resumes and trying to pick a perfect yeah. you know, I, I think I want I want to live in a three hundred and seventy five thousand dollar house. Can yeah. he can he then this you're person do that boxes. for me? That's not that's But you're not. checking off the fucking optional boxes. These is optional. You ain't going through the fucking real meat of the resume. Pause. You going through the fucking optional selections, dog. You're you can't just so what it sounds like because again she's asking yo how do you tell your friend like they need to set realistic expectations it sounds like whoever her friend is is out here complaining about every nigga that she date finding a problem and maybe you just not that desirable and not in your which fi- not no, even your in your physical attributes like just in general like, like who you, you just- are as a person and that's what that second part of the question sounds like how do you help them adapt to changes as well as realize they may need to level themselves up a bit to get back to attracting the type of partner they feel they deserve. Yeah. You ain't as desirable as you think you are. Yeah. So that's like if y'all are really friends, like that's where friends conversation yeah. comes in around. Yeah. You gotta sit down and have a one on one with your homie. Cause we didn't have conversations with homies like, yo, listen, man, um My nigga, you need to get on your shit. Like, no, this not working for you. Dog. Yeah. Like this 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 is a bad decision. That like, last Blackberry letter, dog lost his job. I bet one of his homeboys sat down and told him, like, nigga, she ain't wrong for wanting to break up. Nigga, you you off right now. You lost your job. Your attitude fucked up. You kind of feeling down he, about yourself. Then so. he probably start overcompensating because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, I'm t- like, you ain't, I bet one of his homies told him, you ain't the greatest nigga to be around right now. And she ain't wrong for not wanting to be around you. In this case, my homegirl have that same conversation with your friend. Not that she ain't the greatest girl to be around, but just, yo, maybe you need to start really figuring out where you at in life. And guess what? One, you never going to own another human being. You don't own people. Mm-hmm. And two, like, you not deserved nothing. I deserve yo, a man so here. I'm, I deserve this. I deserve that. You know, you don't, you're not deserving of nothing. God's grace, maybe. Yeah. But like, other than that, like, uh. And you don't necessarily deserve that. You were promised that. Yeah. This is that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my, oh my, oh my God. There we go. I mean, <laughs> hold on, nigga. Start just. <laughs> nah, because I like the way this shit start right here, nigga. Let's get fucking into it. Uh, hold up. Real shit, man. You don't, you don't deserve the grace that God gives you. You don't deserve to wake up every day in whatever house you're in with whatever values that you have or valuables that you have. You don't deserve that. You're given that. You're promised life. You're promised uh, uh, everlasting life as long as you believe in God and as long as you have faith. Like these are things you were promised, but to think that you deserve it, dog, that's self, that's self entitlement. And that entitlement like eats at us and I don't understand it. And I don't know what the root of it is. Like where does this shit come from? Television. 
My nigga, social media. Like it really comes from TV. Yeah. Oh, I want that. Like but what you what you want was made in someone's brain yeah. and put in the movie and you want that. Yeah. Or you could be you could want what your what your mom and your dad had or your grandma and your grandfather had and then ask yourself is what you asking what they really had. Mm. Because they were you, you asking people to keep it real about their parents' relationships? Or like, yo, they was they was in this relationship based off love. Yeah. Uh, my parents got married at 18 and 19 in the backyard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And created a wonderful life for me and the whole, you know what I'm saying, all that shit. But, like, that wasn't based on finances. Like, yo, yeah. this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? It's people who wouldn't get married in the backyard right now even during a global pandemic. They would still say, you know what, we just going to wait. Or we're going to have a wedding in Mexico. and We still going to do it up. It's like, yo, why does everything my, have to be in my at my grandma's backyard? My nigga, the house I grew up in, they, they that's where they got married in the backyard, dog. Come the on, problem man. with with the girl in this letter is you want a relationship that impresses people and was together thirty nine years for my mom passed. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a real thing. Put it put in forty years of marriage and was together since high school, but it wasn't based off of. Yo, I need this Telfair bag. Yeah. I need a Birkin bag. I need insert. No, get the Telfair bag, but don't get the Birkin. Fuck the Birkin. We shopping black owned only. Um, my parents been together since they was in the fourth grade, and have been married thirty seven years. It's a lifetime, dog. That's literally your entire fucking life, and you've been with this one person. And that's not to say that it didn't come with conflict and it didn't 100%. come with challenges, but to persevere through all that shit. Means that at some point you realize that you have to give a fuck about this person and not about what they have. You think you know what God got in store for you, and that's the problem. Mm. Like you literally have created in your own brain what you quote unquote deserve, deserve. and you wrote it on a piece of paper, fam. You don't deserve that, nigga. Who deserves deserves? I want people to look up the definition of deserve. Who deserves millions of dollars? Nobody deserves Nigga how dare I say I deserve that When there's so many Homeless motherfuckers Outside right now Like that's not A deserving thing dog Is it something that You can earn Absolutely Is it something You can be given Absolutely But is it a deserved Thing No nigga Somebody out there Can't fucking It's kids outside Who ain't got nowhere to sleep It's cold and raining It's 40 degrees And rainy outside And it's people outside Right now on the corner uh, on a mile and um seventy five. Man, all over downtown, so all a, up Grashy. I'm passing yes, like it's a it's a city. My nigga, the, under underpass. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve somewhere to sleep. Not a Birkin, a bed, nigga. They don't deserve a bed. We talking about thirty thousand, forty thousand dollar bags. They can't get a hundred dollar mattress just to sleep on, nigga. Six hundred dollar a month apartment. I feel like they deserve that, nigga. It's fucking. I've said this shit all the time, bro. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Because now we get into this bag talk. Yeah, let's go ahead. Go ahead and throw that on there, dog. Hold up. Because these niggas lost their goddamn mind, man. Oh, oh, wrong song. Wrong song. Oh, it's too many of them. Is Wait it? a minute. It's like mad other niggas who Baby, thought they deserved something. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> up. It's mad niggas who. Yo. It's a bunch. This shit ain't on Apple. Wait a minute. I gotta go to title. It's a bunch of I deserves. Fam, it's niggas out here who really thought they deserved something. More than he did. He deserved to be on Apple Music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, who at the label is fucking oh, Aaliyah Uncle. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. Bro, his shit is literally not available anywhere. YouTube. YouTube it. 
God, Jesus Christ! I can't believe we going through all this. Well, he tank. clearly don't deserve this music to be played on his fucking podcast, cause man, we really was trying to put Tank on too, man. Nigga blew it. Jay, do they mind if we tell the truth for a second? <laughs> I'm about to tell the truth. Y'all niggas don't deserve shit. None of y'all, men, women, everybody, nobody deserves shit. You don't deserve a good man. You don't deserve a good woman. You don't deserve a big ass house. You don't deserve shit. Yo, well, it's like they saying it's like you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Mm. Why don't you go negotiate with a, like a loving, kind human being, and man. then you find out what you what man you see get. what life would give you if you was just a good person. Like remove all the fucking valuables from it. Take away all the assets. Just be a good human being, nigga. Life will give you what you deserve. <laughs> Ring saying. Anybody know why the police are blocking off seven miles in Southfield on Ashton? Oh, oh, they ain't know. Oh, they ain't get the first alert. Like, <laughs> like, yo, this is going down in real time. No, <laughs> shit is going down in history. That's what they don't know, nigga. Oh, no, nah, man, but that whole word "deserve" dog is fucking people up because it's setting uh, really poor expectations. Yeah. So you just so you just have a, a conversation with your friend, mm-hmm. um, and not about. Um, well, like I don't know what she does for a living. Yeah, yeah. Like, like fam, what, what you asking for, you wouldn't accept from your you. You won't accept what you putting out. So, have you ever seen um, when people be like, "What do you bring to the table other than X, Y, Z?" Nobody ever seems to ask themselves like, "What do I really bring to the table?" Fuck how cute you are, how cold you dress, how much shit you got in your car, all that. What do you really bring? Cause like me at this point in my life, um, I, I somehow I managed to eat every single day. Facts, <laughs> you know Facts. what I'm saying. Like um, I managed to like you know wash clothes and like buy a house, yeah, have a car, man. Have a I mean a, a fucking job and, and and all this type of shit, right? So like, yeah. if you're gonna be like, well, I can, for really, I just need like, huh? I can cook, nigga. I just said I eat every day. What else you got? What else you got? As a dude, like it can't be. Well, shit, I I can have sex really good. Nope. So can the chick on the porno that I watch. They do shit crazy. I can literally go in there and type what I want them to do, and I they mean, the like, results come back and they doing it. You can't be like, well, I'm gonna protect the house. Like she got a gun, so yeah. like, you know what I'm saying. And we live in a nice neighborhood. And we doing okay. Like shit's all right over here. Um, what do you think? To this whole yeah, like this, what do you, this food smell really good. Yeah, it does. We're gonna get to this food in a minute, man. <laughs> Shout out to Cuz. Um, to this whole point of like dating and letting your friend know, like, yo, maybe you need to scale back your fucking shit. What would you tell your homeboy if you like say that nigga he lived at his mom's job was just and he ain't really have it together, and da da da. And then he was going out here dating. Well, see, as men, we can say that shit a little a little more harsh. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, that bitch don't want your weak ass. <laughs> Depending on who you talking to, but like, listen, fam, like men aren't typically as sensitive to that type of feedback. Yeah, yeah. But like in real life, fam, like so, you know, you get old girl number everything. Where you gonna take her? Yeah, you gonna bring her here? What you gonna do with it? Like, 
So when you 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 doing you putting your best foot forward like this is where you about to bring her mm-hmm. like do you, like don't mess up this girl life because like fam you don't got it right now. So do you remember the first Think Like a Man movie? Um, Michael Ely's character was he was trying to be a chef at the time. Yeah, yeah. The nigga was like a a caterer. He was a waiter. He wasn't even a caterer. Like the nigga worked for a catering company um, as one of the servers, but. He was a talented cook, and he was trying to, like, figure his life out or whatever. And then he met Taraji Henson, who was super powerful COO or something at whatever company she worked at. Anyway, she met him when that nigga was valeting at the restaurant that he was a cook at. They said, hey, shit kind of slow in here. Go help the valet. Sent him out there. He valeting a nice Mercedes. Met Taraji when he was driving a Mercedes, about to go park it. And then he put on the front. That he had it like that, and he told her, "Yo, I'm I'm weighing jobs yeah, right now. That, yeah. Super popular chef, da da da." But he was using one of his homeboys' lofts as his crib. He was driving one of they. They had like a hookup. Somebody owned a limo company or whatever. They had Kevin Hart drive a limo like he was his driver. He pretended that he had all this shit instead of just saying, "Yo, I'm an ambitious nigga who trying to become this, and I ain't where I'm at in life." But throughout all of that, his homeboys was telling him, "Nigga." Nigga, what you gonna do when she find out? They was asking, what you gonna do when she find out? Cause you ain't got it to get when she found out this ain't your crib and that wasn't your hundred thousand dollar car, you dead, nigga. What's fucked up is that he thought he had to do that though. Mm-hmm. The other part, right? And, it, and ultimately, they be like, I don't know why niggas be lying, cause they lie cause if lying didn't work, they lie cause it lie. works. If they did if lying didn't work, niggas would not lie. Yeah. One hundred percent, right? Like if y'all didn't like these big ass shoes, niggas wouldn't wear them. Man, um, like that's just how it goes. The like, status symbol could look like the stupidest shit. Fam, y'all don't like y'all niggas in these tight ass jeans and little ass t shirts with the belt showing. I know this. I know that y'all don't like his purse costing more than yours. I know this. Cause he didn't buy you the Birkin, but he bought his ass the fucking little Louis satchel or the Louis fucking whatever. And I know y'all don't like this shit, but because he looked like he got money, y'all pretending. And now everybody lying. He lying like he comfortable with that big ass belly and that little ass shirt. Fam, I'm not like them. I, I don't know. I, I'm not the skinny jean type of nigga, but like Man. that shit can't be comfortable. No, I can't my, fit my skinny jeans, nigga. Yeah, yo, that's a valid question for Jay, nigga. Because if y'all like, not making skinny jeans with a gun, you holster niggas with on the them. skinny jeans. Like I know you ain't got no pistol on you. Unless Man, it's in the, it's in in the, the purse. It's in the purse. By the time you get to the purse. I might snatch your purse. <laughs> nigga, hit the gunshot on the models, nigga. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He didn't <laughs> clap. He didn't clap. No. Oh, fuck it. I we don't figured know out sound effects. We'll be back next week with him. We'll be back. All right, man. But all that to say, man, whatever your homegirl going through in her dating there situation, go. <laughs> there got a gunshot. Um, tell her the truth. Because sometimes when men say harsh truths to women, it's taken out of context and it's taken aggressive aggressively and sometimes we can be abrasive in our approach because we're talking to women like we talk to our homeboys and it doesn't always come across and a point can get missed because you might have took something that i said uh the wrong way so you be your homegirl's friend and tell her the truth tell her yo as dope as i think you are there's still some things when it comes to dating that you may need to work on and you may need to adjust whether that's where she's at in her career, whether it's an attitude, whether she walking around and she just don't trust niggas based on one nigga she dated before, whatever the case is, be honest with your homegirl and let her know that there's some things she can work on before she get out of here.
And um, it shouldn't cost a nigga money every time he see you. Uh, you want to go over yours? You had one, the Blackberry. Uh-uh. No, I ain't had one. You ain't had one? You ain't mm. had one? I thought you said you had a Blackberry letter from last week. All right. All right. I don't think so. Let's talk about... um. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Let's talk about... uh. Let's talk about bad hair for a minute, man. Yeah. Um. So, uh, salute to everybody involved in Bad Hair, available now on Netflix. It's a horror comedy. It's Hulu. all black. Or, yeah, uh, Hulu, not Netflix, pardon me. Hulu original um, horror comedy starring uh, every fucking damn body. near everybody, dog. Vanessa Williams, Lena Waithe, uh, fucking Jay Farrow. A bunch of, like... B and C actors that you know yeah, who they are. As soon as you Bunch see their face, you're people. very aware of who they are. Um, Laverne Cox. Uh, who else? Usher. Oh shit, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Blair Underwood, Usher Raymond, Kelly Rowland, um, and led by. Uh, I'm sorry, directed and produced by Justin Simeon. Oh, also starring Detroit's own. Shantae Adams, who played uh, Issa Rae's mama in the photograph. Shout mm. out to her. Um, she was in this movie. So it's about... And this girl from... Um, the, I don't know if you watched that sneaker show on Netflix. I haven't gotten into it yet. It's in my uh, queue. The wife on that was... Uh, Is that the main chick? No. Oh, okay. She the one. She convinced her to change her hair and shit. Got it. Got it. Got she it. Looked, oh, she, yeah. She's from... Uh, 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 what's the show on Netflix? Dear White People. She's oh, from that, I and she's from the city too. Mm. Yeah, she looks. She she. I hope it's not the same person, but she put me in the mind of that girl you like, from um from the Stars Joint. Oh, uh, Tiana Paris. Yeah, they're very from uh Survivor's Remorse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very similar looking, uh, beautiful dark skinned woman women. Um, the one that we're talking about, Ashley Blaine, is her name. Uh, just recently engaged. Salute to her. I think the dude she's engaged to is also from the city. They both out in L.A. now. So salute to them, man. Um, and salute to this movie. When I saw black horror film, I got lit. It's my favorite genre of movie. This is my shit. And then it's black. And over the last few years, Jordan Peele has redefined what black horror films look like. Jordan Peele has something to do with this? No. Oh. But I'm saying he Woo. redefined. <laughs> he was on a good run. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. He redefined for me what black horror genre looks like, though. Um, because we hadn't really had a ton of, like, non, uh, what's the word, satirical black horror films. So off top and from the preview that I saw of this movie, I didn't realize it was a horror comedy. So I didn't know that was the direction they were going to go with it. This was a comedy. It was supposed to be. Because I, I remember reading it was a satire. But like, where was where was the where was the jokes? I. <laughs> so you ever heard of exit strategy? Yes. Um, Exit strategy. You needed one for this movie? No, <laughs> I'm about the movie. No, the, the, I saw the, the, movie. the, the YouTube <laughs> shit that came out before. Yeah, the, before I think Kevin yeah, Hart was yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, <laughs> so when I think of black horror films, I think oh boy, because he mm. he started off. He was like the first nigga to put something on YouTube that was like a yep. show. Yep. Before money and violence, I mean, and all that or whatever. Yeah. And um, I know he he wanted to make a, a a black horror film. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he ever did, but Exit Strategy finally did come to the big screen. But I think black horror. 
Like that's what, that's exactly what that's I where thought. You go, yeah. I'm like, I, I want to see somebody, somebody, someone's take on that. Yeah. Um, this wasn't really the take that I wanted. Um, it was about. Long story short, it was about a young lady who works for let's just say a music television channel. It was early MTV. Yeah. You could see what they were trying to build Mitchell the show around. BET. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and essentially, she was working with. She worked for early BET, but imagine early BET if they were already owned by Viacom. Yeah, because that's what the shit came off as. And her BET channel, they basically kicked out the black person. Uh, who ran everything, the VP of operations, and they brought in a new person, Vanessa Williams, who was light-skinned and kind of fit what the white people wanted her to do a little bit more with that channel. And they were essentially saying, yo, here's what we want to do with the station. If y'all want to do something else, nigga, y'all have a month to pitch it. Otherwise, we going with our shit. And she was the one with all ideas, right? The most successful show on the channel or on the network it was her idea, but Jay Farrell stole it because he was a black man and she was a natural black woman. And when I say natural, I mean her hair. So the focus was on her getting a hair weave. And, and the reason that she hair. was natural black uh -huh. woman, because when the when it when first started off, kid, yep. um, her older sister was trying to like, I don't know, perm she was her giving her a perm. Yeah. And it like left it in too long. Up. Burned the shit out of her scalp. Yeah. So she had never since that perm attempt Got had never had done. her hair done ever again. It was natural as it could be. Um, but in I think it was set in 88, 89, something like that. Uh, but in the late 80s, weave was new. It was for rich people only. And she had the opportunity to get a hair weave. She asked her, she lived with her aunt and uncle and her cousin. Um they, did they ever explain what happened to her parents? I don't they ain't getting to that shit. But she lived with her aunt, uncle, and her cousins. Uh, Listen, and man. she asked her aunt for some help on $500 for the rent. She took the $500 to go get a hair weave, and the weave ended up being possessed. Listen, I text Aunt 19 minutes into the movie. Man. Um, I was like, yo, I'm 19 minutes in. I don't care yet. Because nothing yep. had happened. Yeah, this, at this, that point. This weird yeah. shit had happened. I'm like, yo, I am not entertained. It took a while to shit. get there. Um, I, I never was entertained by this shit. I, I never watched good hair. I didn't watch yeah. bad hair. I don't want to. I, I just didn't. I didn't. Good hair was the Chris Rock joint, right? Yeah, that was better. than I this. heard people say it was good. That was actually really. That um, was really good. I, I didn't watch it. That was way better than um, this. I heard like advertising to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. Local radio stations advertising. I know they had a fake voice on. Like this uh -huh. is a, a personable one. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this don't sound real. Um, mm -hmm. but I watched this shit anyway for the culture and um. This was probably the worst movie I've I've ever watched, um, and I'm not even trying to. I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even being like. It's not a big exaggeration. Like I'm trying to think of like other bad movies. That I've, I've watched some very bad movies, so I can't say that this is the worst. But it wasn't good. It was not good. Maybe because I don't watch bad movies. Um, I don't watch bad movies intentionally, and when I do, I go in knowing that they're bad. I didn't go in thinking this would be bad. I thought it'd be solid. Had a bunch of people who when I start seeing like faces, oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh this, shit, they in it. Okay. Oh, Dawson's Creek in this okay. bitch. Oh, everybody in this one. Oh, like, all right, shit. All right, Vanessa Williams to... in this bitch. Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow wasn't even funny. And then like it start, it kept going on and it kept going Jay on. Farrell thinking like may, or may not be funny in real life anyway. But he, he got impressions. Yeah, that's it. yeah, that's um, it. He can do hove. Um, 
But like I'm like yo When am I gonna Like cause this movie Black as fuck It's super black Which kinda threw me off Cause like I didn't care Like, And I'm it's like, in an era That I like I'm like yo At some point This shit gonna kick in Yeah, You know what I'm saying Like yo it's gonna get good But then it start getting weird So you know what I thought I thought maybe I'm not connecting with it Because it's The horror Or the, the villain The monster Is the hair weave And maybe they trying to Draw this connection Between women Black women Having to get weave To like make it in corporate America or whatever, and like having to basically look a certain way. And uh, they get, worked around all black people. <laughs> like it, that that narrative don't even work. Like I can but see look, if you was like even with that narrative, I thought maybe that's why I wasn't relating. But then I looked over at my girl and she was like, um, and I was like, oh shit, it don't get blacker than my girl, nigga. <laughs> like when it come to black women, if my girl don't support it, nigga, that shit wasn't great. And she didn't. Hated. She just was like, I don't really know what we just spent damn near two hours watching. Like, it's an hour and forty two. It was really long, dog. Like that movie could have been better with a little scale. Scale that down. That's what she said, Uh. nigga. That was really long. (laughs) Michael Scott, what up? Uh, Uh, I was very not impressed by this one, dog. And then, like, the acting was not particularly good. The script was not particularly Um, good. The script was not good. Can I ask you a question? No offense, because we rock with her up here. I know y'all don't think we do, but we do. How do Lena keep getting acting roles? She wasn't that bad in this movie. For I, what it was. Like, like I didn't look at the end, she got okay when she kept getting killed. Like, I wasn't really mad at that. Like when I, I, I wouldn't have been like, yo, Lena fucked this movie up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wasn't, she wasn't the worst of it. She wasn't the distraction in the movie. No, no, no. I'll say it like that. Toward the end, I did think it was funny when she kept coming back from being killed or kept faking like she was dead already. But in the beginning, she wasn't hit. Dog, her acting is just stale. It's very one note, man. And I wasn't really, it wasn't hitting me, dog. Um, Vanessa Williams, why did you do this? Like, fam, it was a lot of name people in here. Like, like I really want to know why Vanessa Williams did this. Usher, what happened? Usher, I know you're not that bored. Jermaine Dupree posted a video of y'all back in December in the studio. Nigga, where the album at? Now, um, finish it up. Uh, black dude. Kelly Rowland, why you do this? I'm thinking like, yo, this was a favor for you. Somebody. A Destiny's Child. Yo, this is a. Why favor did you do this? It was a, it was so many names for this movie to be this bad. Yeah, and it drew me in because it was so many people and the lead actress. Like, I don't know. She looked familiar. I couldn't pin like where I might know her from, but like, I was like, I wasn't even distracted with her leading the movie. Like, I was like, dog, you deserve something else yo, this, to lead, nigga. This wasn't it. Yo, Blair Underwood. Why you do this? I mean, uh, I mean Blair Underwood ain't been in shit, but like, yeah, like nigga, I you a legend, nigga. Like you, I get you being in this movie a little bit, nigga, not you, even on a, on some slight shit. What was that nigga name on In the Heat of the Night, nigga? You Tibbs, you Tibbs, bro. Them the graphics in this shit was horrible, bro. The weave just popping out of everywhere and sucking niggas' blood and then going back into the hair. And then it wasn't even made like it wasn't made clear how this shit work. Like then at the end, fucking uh, Dawson's Creek end up being the the uh descendant of the slave owners at the plantation where the fucking weave was coming from what what's happening dog no this shit was wild this this, is, this was not a good movie dog bro and i hate to say this about a black movie and this i hate that bad. it wasn't so here here is why i was extra disappointed right the next time y'all are here from us halloween will have passed this is like my favorite season right now i love scary movies 
I love black people. I thought we had a moment leading up to Halloween week where I could watch like a real dope black horror flick. This like, was bad, bro. For this movie to be this bad, it yeah. should have been worse. Like they should have just said fucking and went there. They, they should have went super satire. Full Medea Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like then I can then I can be entertained because I know that you're trying to make me laugh. I thought y'all was trying to be serious. Yeah. Cause that, I didn't I didn't get satire out of this at all. I guess the satire is making your hair weave the the villain. And then at no point did they say hair weave killer. I thought they missed the opportunity. <laughs> I thought they missed a really big opportunity, though. And then they just had the white dude come in about the raper and shit. Like, nigga, where did the landlord come from? Like, I didn't, I didn't, it was a lot of shit. And they, and they had him holding a beer bottle like he was a drunk. I'm like, fam, this nigga, the whole movie been asking for his extra $500 she owed. And then all of a sudden he a raper. And then, like, you know, her hair was in the plate. I, I thought it was ketchup, but maybe it was like blood. I think the, the hair thought that the shit was ketchup. Like, I, or it thought it was blood, but then yeah. when it realized it was ketchup and went back, like, dog, this is. Just, I didn't get anything that was happening, dog. It was changing people's eyes. What was the eye like? I didn't get the eye thing. They had the Vanessa cat eyes. Williams was the monster too, and yeah. Like, then fucking uh, Laverne Cock. Did you notice how bad her makeup was? Uh, she looked like a ghost, though. She <laughs> no, 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 no. She looked like a real go- like my gr- soon as Laverne Cox came on the screen, my girl goes. She looked orange. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Scary fucking vibes, dog. Yeah, this was not a movie that Jay and I will recommend. And watch it if you want to just support, like, the black content that's out there right now. Because as we said at the top of the pod, we ain't got a lot. But watch it knowing that it ain't that great. And by not that great, I mean, like, this is probably the worst movie I've ever watched. Yeah, it's, it's the worst movie Jay ever seen and. It ain't on my list of favorites. Now, it may be yeah. even worse because I felt like I had to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We needed content. This we needed week. content, dog. And nigga, we were not gonna be able to review this at all. So let's go. Bad hair versus antebellum. Oh shit. Who you taking? Oh shit. Not, we not we not we not we not on a good roll. Hold up, nigga. You just got in your fucking bag. Um as I said when I mentioned Antebellum on this pod, <laughs> that was the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, this is worse than Antebellum. Bro. No, nigga. No, dog. <laughs> Antebellum was the worst. Antebellum was you like- You gotta kick in like, oh, oh, I get it now. No, nah, I don't, I nah, didn't, get I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> By the time Antebellum kicked in, it was a minute and a half left, dog. <laughs> that shit kicked in and went off, dog. Yo, Janelle Monet, don't ever fucking do that ever again, dog. She was spotless. Tune in. Um, bad hair versus antebellum dog on a scale of zero to zero. <laughs> uh, I'm taking bad hair. If I had to, if no, I was forced no, to watch not, one again, dog. I'm watching bad hair before I watch antebellum. Nah, one hundred. I'll watch bad hair on rewind. Like we can start bad hair at the beginning <laughs> and rewind it, and nah. I'll watch that for. A while. I will never watch antebellum again in my life. I mean, if I'm never do, watching bad hair again in my life. If I don't do nothing but watch Antebellum to watch Janelle Monet, I'll watch that shit. Every if I don't do nothing, month. I'm a ball. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Dog. Oh, shit. 
I hated antebellum dog. I hated bad hair. Yo, dog. now maybe because I got a boy. Maybe oh I, my I, god, we I get into the root. You know, what <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> Don Demarco, <laughs> we got to the fucking oh, root. Shit. Um, yo, all the listeners. I'll give you $12 if you prove that you watched Antebellum and Bad Hair back to back. I will give you 12 whole dollars. 12 man. American dollars. 12 American dollars will come to your cash app courtesy of This Week in Culture. If you hit us up and say back to back, I watched Bad Hair and wait, Antebellum. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to say wait because a lot of niggas listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. First nigga who do it. Because okay. here's the thing. I don't think our listeners will subject themselves to that. <laughs> We do have some broke ass <laughs> listeners. <laughs> what up, brokies? Um, that's that's Ed talking. That's, that's not Jay John. Shout out to the broke listeners, dog. Y'all ain't got no Birkins. <laughs> Y'all for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Try what the clues bomb so these niggas. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I love how they call that shit clues bombs. That's Dog, that's Charlemagne all day. That's all day. But like, that's fucked up. I would never think about a funk flex bomb. It's always, it's always a clue one of bomb, clues bombs. Dog. Oh shit! How niggas steal your yo? Niggas steal your bomb. <laughs> your sound thirty <laughs> years in. Like nigga, give me your bomb. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! All right. Um, let's get into some fucking final shit man uh did you hear speaking of like horror and dark takes that nigga daniel kaluuya pod favorite is creating a dark version of barney <laughs> i heard something about that yeah it's like official he said that he's creating a live action ver- version of the classic 90s tv show barney and friends with a dark twist and he said um it'll be based around do 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 uh he said barney taught us i love you you love me won't you say you love me too he said that's one of the Is that first how the song go i don't remember but probably i, I was in these streets mm-hmm. won't you i don't know but he said that's one of the first songs i remember but what happens if that's just not true <laughs> and i was like holy shit what if barney don't love these kids nigga hey yo um you know daniel kalua hasn't missed with me um, I'm would, supporting anything my dog do. I would hate for this to be a bad hair. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because <laughs> y'all, will, I will be unbiased and and roast the hell out that shit. What got me tripped out is this going to be a live action version. So like, what are we really doing? But he said but, he's producing but, it. So but like, Barney wasn't live action to begin with. Hey, because Barney, it was it was like it was the suit and kids. Yeah, did they make a cartoon version of Barney? No, it's already no, live action. It's a hey. But what Daniel do, we going to rock with. Hey, Daniel, man, it's COVID, fam. Like, don't come out of COVID with Barney. This nigga okay? coming out with Barney, <laughs> Barney Tabellum, nigga. Now, maybe over in the, in across the pond, it's a little bit different. But like, Hey, man. When do the uh, Black Panther shit come out? Because Daniel oh, Kaluuya shit. get focused. I forgot nigga. to watch the uh, the Seven trial. The oh, yeah, Chicago Seven. Yeah. Um, we still got that. We Again, we have some content. I didn't want to do everything right now, like soon as we came out of Lovecraft and we ain't had shit to talk about. Um, Kenya Barris is going to write, direct, and produce the Richard Pryor biopic. Um, I'll believe it when I see or it. Or biopic, however you want to say that. Biopic. Um, it's pronounced biopic, but I really, I say biopic. I just feel like it wow. sounds sweeter. 
it just sound better. Biopic sound like five words. It, it don't. It don't it, I hate better. it. Um, but they said that they still have Mike Epps to play Richard Pryor. So hey, as long as they keep Mike Epps, I don't care who directs shit. Hey, listen, you're not gonna agree with me on this one. Mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans did a great fucking job acting as um. Marlon Wayans is a great actor. He did a great fucking job as Richard Pryor. His uh yeah. his audition reel is uh, on it's phenomenal on um on YouTube if you want to see it. Yep. Um I w- I was okay if he wanted to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so far they said they still keep him like Epps, but to your point, they've been talking about this movie for over a decade. So yeah. once it actually goes into production for real, but MGM gave Kenya Barris apparently a big ass bag to write, produce and direct it. So I'm imagining they're going to go forward with this shit. Um, Ava DuVernay's Colin Kaepernick TV show about him growing up is officially in production, and they just picked the actor that's going to play young Colin. So that's happening. Yo, shout out to that. Uh, do, do niggas want to see how he grew up? I don't know. Here's what I'd be interested in. If he grew up as pro-black militant as he currently is, that would be interesting seeing him grow up in that white household. I'd be more, be more interesting if he did not grow up that way. Mm. For me, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find out. I guess when the when the when it turned. When he turned, maybe when he got to college, he had Kappa. He pledged. He could have got around some black folks and know, got a whole. Know. I don't know that I want to watch like a TV show. Yeah, but Ava show. doing it. So I, right now, Ava like Daniel Kaluuya. Nigga. She her track record crazy right now. So. We'll get into it. Um, did I have anything else? Journey Smollett and Misha Green will be on a free chat tomorrow discussing the Lovecraft finale and more. Um, the Nod Show. That's the NOD show on Twitter. Follow them and you'll get the link, but it is free if you want to go hear Journey and uh and Misha Green talk about Lovecraft. Yeah, I ain't talking about season two. Then what um, you talking about? Listen to the pod. I don't know what, what you talking about. Um, real quick, man, let's get into it. What are you watching currently, bro? Outside of bad hair. Um, I just watched um forty two episodes of Dragon Ball Z Super. <laughs> um I got about um eighty more to go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't imagine <laughs> um, you were done. You know, I got about eighty more to go. Um but like in real life I, I haven't been able to watch nothing. Like yeah. I, every minute of every day. Yeah, you've been, been on the move. Busy. Um so um, I've just been. I, I watch that shit before. I, literally, I watch yeah. that shit before I go to sleep, and then the next day I'll have to go back like four or five episodes. Got you. That and, shit and just catch <laughs> back up on it. Yeah, because yeah. it'll start to blend. Yeah. Um, I have rewatched the three seasons of the game on Netflix. Okay. Um, oh, the TV I did show start, the game. I did start watching one on one again. One on one was that's the flex one, right? Yeah. One on one was cool. Um. Oh, I had a hot take that I threw up on uh, Facebook and people got mad at me, but I'm gonna say it on here because I don't care. Fuck y'all. Um. And we love y'all and we appreciate y'all listening to the pod. Uh, <laughs> upon second watch or current 2020 watch, Living Single was kind of ass, dog. That was not the greatest. Like it's. Here's the thing. Here's how I worded it to one of my homegirls who called me about this yesterday. By the way, don't ever call me to talk about living single again. I just want you to know that, especially about my Facebook post about living single. But here's how I worded it to her. Biggie is my favorite rapper of all time, right? Admittedly, Ready to Die 
didn't age that well. Not at all. It's a couple songs that hit, you know, one more chances and all that. Most of that shit sound like trash in 2020. Living single is the ready to die of black classic sitcoms, dog. It ain't it, bro. I haven't rewatched it, so I can't I can't really say. My pops watches that shit like every morning on uh but, one of them black channel centric or some shit. But you was a kid when you was watching that. Yeah. And those were adults. Yeah. So you looked at it differently. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So And also that shit was before Martin and uh New York Undercover. So I was in all night anyway. Like comedian, you know what I'm saying? But nigga, right now, eh, it just ain't really giving me the vibe. But before New York Before Undercover. New York Undercover, you're right. Martin led into Living Single, and that's why you stuck around to watch it. Yeah. That's and why they needed you to stick around, nigga. Because without Martin leading it in, I'd have saw New York Undercover at nine, and I would have been watching fucking Barney or some shit before that. I don't know, man. I thought it was, uh, I mean, when did, did we, have we seen, like, black people, black women together on television like that before? Prior like, to Living Single? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think, like, I didn't watch it. seven. Nah. They was the same age. They just looked mad old. Nigga. No, hell no. Nigga, Marla Gibbs was uh, Queen Latifah age, bro. Man, hell no. Nigga, Marla Gibbs, same age, nigga. The lady <laughs> stuck out the window. That old lady. She been old forever. She been old forever. You uh, want to know why? Because she was same age as fucking Maxine Shaw, No, nigga, nigga because freaking uh, Regina King was a kid. She the only one that was young. Everybody else was Queen Latifah in them age. Man, the Regina. No, <laughs> Regina man. King was 35 on Tuesday. <laughs> no. Yeah, I just, upon like some, I've uh, again, my dad watched it every morning on like Clio TV. I mean, it was, so it was the classic. It wasn't a bad show. It just wasn't that television level, show. You got man. your, you got your, 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 the Overton, the stupid dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got your main character, which was Khadijah. Yep. You got like the, the comedic banter when the people roasting each other. Regine who, was the best character on the show. Ultimately, like, start liking each other. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Loves, like, it was Kyle and Max was, it was all the elements of any other TV show. Yeah. I just don't think that it I was. I watched it in 2020, though, but. As clutch as a lot of folks like because when it came back like on whatever it just like started being shown in syndication again niggas was like really hyping it they was all oh, nigga it's the greatest show y'all put some respect on the queen and i'm like fam all my respect to queen latifah has nothing to do with living single i just want to throw that out there right now um so yeah living single wasn't that great but shout out the scooter Nigga, fuck Scooter. <laughs> that nigga and is, shout out uh, to Black Lightning. He's still Black Lightning. <laughs> that nigga the only one working, dog. Where uh, where Maxine Shaw at? I saw her on something recently. She still looked good. She was in Get Out. She was in... Was it Get Out? Yeah. That was Get Out. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. She still looked good. I seen her on like a show, though. Yeah. It could have been like SVU or some shit. She was a side character, but she still looked good, man. Shout out to her. And just shout out to the whole cast. I'm not putting anything or saying anything against what that show meant to the culture back then i'm just saying it didn't age well it's on netflix too right no 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 i don't think so it might i haven't checked that i'll watch my dad watched it on cleo tv every morning i just somebody told me about cleo tv like yesterday we talked about that shit on the pod before i threw it up on here um we was talking about niggas not supporting black somebody said that shit put like living single and like one other thing living single and girlfriends all day and all black cooking shows all day that's that's literally it I said it on, I don't remember what episode that was, but that's literally, it's living sync because it's millennial women, millennial black women TV oh. is the aim. And it's owned by Urban One, who owns TV One. Um, it's same people. 
and they play living single girlfriends, Moesha, black women cooking shows, and then like some like black like Michelle Obama type inspirational type shit, and then it played. It's the same rotation all day, mm. and it's good. But it also let me know that living single was ass, bro. <laughs> like big old ass. Man, you can't dog. call living single ass, dog. Ass, dog. <laughs> you ever seen an ass, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> that ass you just thought about <laughs> living single, nigga. Um, damn, I feel like I had one more. Oh, I was talking about the game on Netflix. Um, seasons one through three are on there. The whole show, including the BET seasons, are on Hulu. The game is a really entertaining show in the first three seasons. Before BET got it and CW like changed the format and all that and made it super soap opery. That was a really funny and really quality show. Salute to our girl Mara Brocka Kill for she had a run, man. Like going from girlfriends to that, she was in her bag, man. Um, really excited to see whatever she brings to Netflix in twenty twenty one. And you can see the rest of the uh episodes on the CW um network. On the app, yep. Yeah, yep. CW free. app got whole, everything free. The CW yeah. network app is everything, all the content is free. Speaking of CW and cultural shows, um, no specific date, but Tay Diggs posted that All American will be back sooner than you think. So I'm hoping November, December, because that's just my show. I enjoy it. Um, this is us premieres tonight. By the time y'all hear this pod, it will have already came on. But if you're a fan of This Is Us, check it out. It is back. And shit, man, you got anything else before we go? Uh, I do not, man. Uh, hey, I do not. Thank the listeners. We'll be back next week. Thank y'all for putting up with our shit. We know we ain't had much of a review. Should we but put a poll out there? What 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 we should do a throwback review on? Yeah, we throw some up. It gotta be a throwback review. Yeah, no, it gotta be a throwback review because ain't no new back reviews, nigga. We dead out here in the street. So we're gonna ask y'all, man. Um, it'll be on the Facebook page, and I'm gonna put it on the gram as well. What y'all would like to see us do a throwback review on? Oh, somebody else. Maybe the first Candyman. Mm, since we never got the fucking follow and up Halloween. And it's Halloween You feel me? We can get back up in the studio later this week, man I don't give a fuck Or over the weekend Halloween what, Saturday? Oh yeah, it is Saturday Yeah, nah, y'all gonna hear that Candyman in November, bitch <laughs> Um, Last thing Oh Somebody on the pod uh, Instagram told us we should review Or take a look at He ain't say review Black Box yeah. on Hulu I've already watched it I have not I'm going to let you get to it before I get my opinion on it, but go watch Black Box starring Felicia couple, Rashad. I heard a couple times, a couple people said watch Black Box. So. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 solid. It definitely ain't black, uh, bad hair. I was about to say black hair. Pardon me. Um, Don't cancel me. Uh, It ain't bad hair. It's a good movie. It's a Bloomhouse film. Salute to Bloomhouse. They have a deal with Net or Hulu right now. It's an eight film deal. The first four came out over the last two weekends. The next four are coming out a little closer to the end of the year. But um, Bloomhouse said they're trying to get away from just being known as a horror genre and getting involved into more thrillers and, like, dramas and shit. And that's what Black Box was. It was a good thriller, again, um, starring Felicia Rashad, uh, the dude that played Trig in the Shy first season. Um, and then the guy – did you ever watch that movie on Netflix about the black winery no. I don't remember the name of it, but it was called something about some wine. Anyway, uh, the dude from that <laughs> is the main dude in Black Box, man. Uh, but it was a good movie, though. Go check it out if you got Hulu. I need some black content. Shit. Hey, man, we going to ask y'all on the Facebook page and on the Instagram and on the Twitter. I'm going to throw it up to what y'all think this next throwback review is or should be. Um, my early vote or suggestion is Boomerang. 
mainly because Netflix has been pulling all these movies that they throw on there. Yeah, let's do more. So I want to make sure we get it out before it's gone, and then I got to make Jay come over and watch the DVD. Um, but Boomerang Review coming soon, greatest uh, rom-com ever made. And then we're going to ask y'all what, what y'all think we should do after the Boomerang Review. So... Till next week, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a safe and healthy Halloween. Um, if we don't get the episode out before, make sure y'all go vote next Tuesday and have a great week, man. This week in culture, episode 129. I'm Ant. That's Jay. We out.